When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Alice, and you're tuned into the Market Adventures Podcast. It is Saturday, January 16th, and I played Tesla Options for fun last week. I lost, but I can see the attraction. I mean, that thing can move. Anyways, on this chill Saturday episode, I just wanted to give you some bearish theory that's been on my mind the last couple of days. Stay tuned. What are some of the key traits that successful investors have in common? Can you learn to develop the skills and traits it takes to become a successful investor and entrepreneur? Well, to find out the answer to all these questions, consider supporting the show by purchasing my Stock Market 101 course. If you love the show, you will love this course. As a student, you will unlock the potential for healthy long-term returns. You will learn how to beat inflation or the rising cost of living. Earn additional income and build equity, the vehicle of the wealthy. You also get a personal investing plan template to help you design your strategy, as well as a number of other education resources. Search gum.co slash learn stocks. That's gum.co slash learn stocks. Or click the link in the show notes if you'd like to show your support. Now, I hinted at this in Wednesday's episode, Why Bad News Benefits the Stock Market. So if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen, because I really went into some detail breaking down how the Federal Reserve, the federal banking policy, and its relationship to the stock market as it relates to interest rates, inflation, and uh, bond prices. Now, the crash uh, in the title is a little exaggerated, more like a correction, like a downturn of about 10%, which is normal for a hot market that's a bit overextended. Now, several factors are setting off my spidey senses, as it may. Uh, The bonds, uh, federal bonds, the 10-year to be specific. Demand is slowly building, and you can see that by the, um, you can see that by the bond yields coming down. And you can find this information as well as a bunch of other information if you're wondering how I know what the bond prices are. Uh, you can find this on tradingeconomics.com. Um, that's just one of many places to find it, but that's where I go. It gives you a bunch of news, a bunch of information about, a, uh, again, the word a bunch again, of a bunch of countries around the world, right? It is a place that you can see stuff from China, India, Malaysia, um, you know, the UK, Ireland, Spain, like you can see information about all these countries on that website. Pretty cool. But yeah, so the bond yields are coming down and that 
shows uh, an influx of demand, right? We, everything in the stock market, anything requiring money or an exchange is all about supply and demand. Yield uh, on a bond means that you're getting more money back than what you've loaned out. So if I loan you money and you promise to pay me 1.5% interest, that means I get my principal back plus 1.5% of the interest. So if that interest is higher, that means that there's more demand for my loaning, which means I can start charging people more interest. It's the same thing if it goes down. If I have to lower my interest, that means that there's less people who are interested, which means I have to give people a better deal. So when the bond yields come down, that means that there's more interest in bonds, which means the yield or the return is going to go down. Now, that is one indication. Now, the second indication, which kind of goes along with it, is gold. The price for gold still remains really low. It's hovering around a 200-day moving average. A lot of retail investors, you, me, you know, the people that we know, the non-bankers and big investors, are really in Bitcoin. And you've noticed that Bitcoin hit 40000 twice within, I believe, the last week. And now is around 35000 um, 35, at the time of this recording. That means that investors have already started taking profit, right? The reason that Bitcoin flip-flops like that and always runs all the way up and comes back down, runs all the way up, that means when it gets to the peak, there are people who are taking profits. So people are cashing out their Bitcoins for cash. So the fact that it's gone up to 40000 and come down again, which you call a quote-unquote double top, People are starting to take their profits. For some reason, more money has been flowing into Bitcoin than gold, which I said this again in one of the older episodes. There might be this new theory that Bitcoin is a better safe haven than gold. Um, And you have to look up the theory behind Bitcoin. The idea behind Bitcoin is it's a limited supply, which means that um, the value could only, quote unquote, go up because you can't create more. Where the dollar, the reason that the dollar goes down is that you can print more money, so the value of each individual dollar goes down. So the idea is that uh, Bitcoin is increasing in value because of its limited and regulated supply, quote-unquote. Now, if investors are already taking their profits from Bitcoin, gold is not moving up, but the gold prices are really underpriced right now, and bonds are starting to have high rates. It only makes logical sense that with so many other vehicles to get a safer and healthier return that people who are are big investors who are holding positions in larger big cap and small cap assets or people who essentially people who are holding positions, long positions in stocks with the market at an all time high, if they take their profits now. They can move their money safely into another vehicle and still get a good return of interest, right? That's like if you're you're gambling at a casino table and you've already gone up X amount of uh, chips on one table, you can now take that money out and go put it into something safer, right? So you're retaining a lot of that profit without losing, um, without losing potential to make more money. Right, it's like going from um, Russian roulette to uh, doing a blackjack. Right, Russian roulette is a little bit riskier than playing blackjack. 
just realistically. So you take your profits out of Russian roulette and you go to the blackjack table because your chances of return are a little bit um, higher. Now, I'm gonna, I personally don't go to the casino very often, so I'm throwing this off the top of my head as, as what, the way I understand it. But you get the idea, right? Getting bonds is less risky and buying gold is less risky than investing in stocks. So if you already made a bunch of money on stocks, instead of you know running this thing into the ground, you take whatever profits you have and you can move it now into other vehicles that still give you a good return, maybe not as high as stocks, but the return is a lot safer, like bonds and gold. And gold is still really low in terms of pricing and bond rates are still relatively high, even though they're coming down. Now, the next thing that is pretty uh, key to see is that um, the feds are still buying bonds, but the rates are still going up, right? Even though they've come down recently, the rates are still really high, even though the feds are buying bonds. Now, federal uh, chair Powell in his uh, talk the other day, his interview the other day, he implied that they weren't going to change anything right now. But inflation uh, numbers and the economic data earlier this week showed that inflation was ahead of what was being predicted. So the reason they were keeping rates low was to allow inflation to keep going, right, to keep stimulating the economy. If the economy and inflation are already past the target that was already set, that implies that changes to rates could come a little bit sooner. Now, the market ignored that. But what I noticed the other day is that even though the stimulus package was detailed by um, President-elect Biden, he included, okay, $1,400 more to people, which, again, the market loves more stimulus, right? So they, it should have jumped off of that. It didn't. It went sideways. The potential for $15 minimum wage, right, more money in the, in the system, the market didn't really move off of that. For me, what I'm seeing is even though more free cash is coming, now what that implies is that with more free cash on the market and running around, that the inflation is going to continue to beat targets. If inflation keeps beating the target, then the feds have to start revisiting the interest rate decision. In addition to that, vaccine rollouts were slow to start, but they started. In his plan, Biden revealed um, putting more money, billions of dollars, I think like $300 billion or something like that, to help vaccine rollouts, right, to help the vaccine get around faster. Well, if there's more vaccines, if more people are vaccinated, that means more people can go back to work safely, which means jobs can start hiring again and things like that. So with more people not filing for unemployment, with more people being employed again, well, now unemployment goes down. The reason for the federals, the, the feds to rate uh, to lower rates to almost zero was to spur employment, right? To incentivize employment. Well, now if the vaccine is causing more employment, then the feds have no reason to keep rates low to help employment because now it's naturally occurring because of the vaccine. In addition to that, if $15 minimum wage gets introduced, whether federally or just more across the board with the states, with $15 minimum wage, more people are going to be willing to go back to work. So now we have the vaccine working. Now we have more people incentivized to work 
because of the $15 minimum wage and you have stimulus, we're talking about more unemployment, I mean more employment and more free cash. What does that do to the value of the dollar? What does that do to inflation? It spikes inflation. If inflation keeps beating targets throughout this year, or excuse me, not even throughout this year, just week by week and month by month, the Feds have no choice but to raise interest rates because their job is to make sure that interest rates hover around 2% on average over a, a span of a couple of years based on what they decide. Now, if we bust past 2%, they have to slow us down because it, in order to for, for it to be balanced, I don't know, I, should, I shouldn't say, I, I can't tell you what they're going to do. Let me just preface that. But for me, understanding this, even though they're going to want to have some years where it beats 2% and some years where it's going to be under 2%, which you really can't, what they can't control, they're trying to get a healthy balance over a few year span. How far are they willing to let inflation go in one year to affect that average? That's the question, right? That's the question that we have to understand. Now, the reason I say another uh, uh, correction could be coming is if the prices on assets are so high right now, there's all this money in the market right now, what happens when all these investors take profits all at once and move their money into gold and bonds? Or even move their money back into Bitcoin, to be honest. But what if they move their money out of assets slowly or all at once? Well, you're going to get a correction. Even if people try to buy the dip, the dip's going to keep going. And what are they going to do? They're going to sell. Right? Now, the last thing that I noticed is the penny stock volume. Retail investors are bugging. I don't know what they're thinking. And when I say they, I'm a retail investor too. But I'm not buying penny stocks. I'm not. I'm just not. But a lot of people see an opportunity and buy penny stocks. There's a lot of Facebook groups and um, discords, uh, you know, whatever group chats where people pump stocks. Right? People are pumping penny stocks. More investors are getting into penny stocks. Robinhood highlights penny stocks for some crazy reason. Right? With more stimulus coming, thanks to Biden. You're talking about $1,400 for each person across the board, and they've already been investing their $600 and their earlier $1,200 in stocks. Where do you think they're going to put their money when they get this this next stimulus check, right? Especially with unemployment uh, benefits, getting an extra boost of like $400 or something like that with the new plan. So you're talking about $400 extra with unemployment weekly and actually $1,400. Where do you think people are going to put their money? They're going to put it into these penny stocks or into Bitcoin. So we're talking about Bitcoin valuations going up. Investors find a reason to move out of stocks into Bitcoin. And if they don't go into Bitcoin, they're going to move that money into, into these penny stocks. People are going to start taking profits because this doesn't. none of this actually is supposed to be happening. This is all happening because it's being fabricated by all this free cash in the system, this hot money in the system. And that's why I think there's going to be another correction coming real, real soon, especially as they start to expedite this stimulus package by Biden.
Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for hanging out with me on a Saturday. I have an MRI later today, so hopefully they find something I can do about this neck pain. You know, because sitting here recording these episodes, especially on a on an off day, can be a little bit painful sometimes. But anyway, besides that, pretty chill weekend this weekend. Not doing really much. Uh, hopefully, gonna play some video games, but also put together some content for you. If you haven't already, go to the Instagram page at Market Adventures Podcast. I'm putting out some really nice stuff. I'm going to move into doing some video content for you as well on there. But um, some of the quotes and and, um, stock books I put on there are pretty cool. I'm proud of myself. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Anyways, enjoy your three-day weekend. And I will see you on Monday.